0: What the hell happened to the starter for the Indians yesterday? He like, I didn't it looks actually. Looks like he's gonna lose a pinky thing.
1: I didn't. I didn't see it. The only reason that I know what happened is because I was seeing crying Jordan memes. Um, like I saw people like of what, the what, blood dripping. Of the blood that? dripping, and it was Jordan's head. Oh my god, dude! Which is like, it which looks is hilarious. Really bad. It looks terrible. Yeah, he apparently he said he was gonna take a soldering iron and cauterize his
0: own wound. Oh my god! Like this. This is like classic baseball player attitude dude. as well i feel but, like yeah, he's well, not the only one true but
1: trevor bauer is like especially weird and crazy but
0: like i mean no, don't know. this is this is pretty like this is like bloody sock territory right like yeah well this is like pitcher territory basically yeah. like this is like you yeah. know that that old like country ball pitcher that that's like that's kind of this madison Bumgarner would do exactly the same
1: but thing. like Tr- trevor bauer was the one who made like a diss track a couple years ago right like he's like Did he really Yeah, yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so trevor bauer is just
0: like a weird dude oh man that's funny Welcome to The Kids Are All Left The Long and winding Road to the White House My name is Dan Matthews And I'm Nan Siddiqui I think the first thing we need to talk about is I would like to propose a new slogan For us uh, The Long and winding Road to the White House is fantastic And I'm a big fan of it But Donald Trump said something that I think really speaks to me uh, Today he said Forget the press, read the internet uh, That's actually for uh, our competitors show uh, Mr. Far Right uh okay all right well it was a shot as sh- i will have to put it to a vote but I the bright news hour <laughs> the kid the kids are alt-right the kids are alt-right oh my god that is really good actually that's what it should be that's... that is
1: such a good the kids are alt-right
0: <laughs> wow <laughs> So uh, this this week in review, really quickly, uh, five thirty eight currently as while we're recording this has Hillary Clinton up forty nine point eight to forty two point eight. That means she's up by seven. And to quickly review our bet from the last episode, uh, I think last episode uh, Trump was for, at forty two point for, seven.
1: For our uh, our recurring
0: segment. Bet on it, bet on it, bet on it yes, our recurring se- segment that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I believe that uh the 42.7 number I was saying uh would go down to 41. Below, below you said below 42. Below 42, yeah. So it's now actually up by 0.1 which means that uh, Niam wins. So congratulations yep. Niam. Uh I can't believe it went up. <laughs> That's insane. I've actually been watching this like a fantasy football score. I'm going to be completely honest. Like I like every morning I'll check in and see how I'm doing in this bet. And 42.7 is the lowest he's ever gone in that week. It was Yeah, up. I mean,
1: I, yeah, it, it makes. Up much, it but it, it sort of makes it. sense, but it's, just, it's so weird. I, I'm surprised that he didn't, that he went up at all. Like, I thought he might go down, like, like maybe like a tenth of a point, but like the fact that he went up, up a tenth of a point is really, like, that's baffling to me. What is happening?
0: Yeah. Well, it makes me think that, like, I don't think he can go much lower, to be completely honest. And yeah, 538 maybe. was saying, like, this might be his floor. Like, yeah, he can do and say whatever he wants now, and he's not going to lose. No, he can he vote. can
1: he can shoot a guy on Fifth Avenue,
0: right? Yeah. And, unfortunately, yeah. his floor doesn't win him the election, and which is yeah. as of now twenty one days away. So, <laughs> right, and that's the thing we were saying last last time was
1: was he his at his best he was up he was up two two percentage points uh, two, uh, sorry point two percentage points a week two two tenths of a percentage point every week, mm-hmm. and he he would have to do. Like a full percentage point every week to to catch up, right? And to now Hillary. with uh... <laughs> or two percentage points a week or something with... like that. No, no, no. Uh, sorry, I think at, at his best he was one percentage point a week, and now he had to be two percentage points a week to to match Hillary's polling exactly. numbers. Yeah, yeah to and, get he's, back and up. he's yeah, and he's
0: not gonna. It's we're three weeks out, and it's not happening. No, so now we can actually calculate in days. So he needs to make point three percent every single day for the rest of the campaign. To yeah, match it, really. and so, he's been up point. He was up point one percent over the week. He's up point one percent. Yeah, it was. Uh... <laughs> It'll be an interesting, uh, an interesting conclusion. So let's just uh, continue reviewing the week. On Friday, uh, Jessica Leeds, who is one of the women who accused Trump of sexual harassment, uh, said she. Uh... Trump, no, Donald, Donald Trump, Trump Donald Trump said Trump said, Don, yeah, Donald about Trump her. Said, said this. Right. The only way they figure they can
1: slow it down is. To come up with people that are willing to say, oh, I was with Donald
0: Trump in 1980. I was sitting with him on an airplane. And he went after me on the plane. Yeah, I'm going to go after. Believe me, she would not be my first choice, that I can tell you. Man. You don't know. That would not be my first choice.
1: Uh, which, by the way, it's, it's not denying that he does that kind of thing right it's like it's that she wouldn't it's a, be his first choice it's such a weird non-denial it's
0: it's the creepiest non-denial you could think of it's like someone's accusing you of objectifying and harassing women and he says no no no, she's not hot enough for me, for to, me objectify to objectify and, yeah. and and sexually harass which is kind of a point i think to a certain extent uh, and for those who but don't, by the way, she's she's not uh, she's not that unattractive. <laughs> like,
1: I mean, I think she's great.
0: She, uh, she's an older lady now, but like 30 years ago, she looks like a perfectly right. Uh, Jessica Leeds, by the way, is now 74. Uh, she told the New York Times that Trump groped her on an airplane uh, in the early 80s. She says the two were seated next to each other, and when Trump lifted the armrest, this is back in the early 80s, uh, separating them, <laughs> began touching her, grabbing her breasts, and trying to pull his hands up her put his hands up her skirt. Uh, and she she has claimed the incident was an assault. So, just quick primer. So yes. that was that was Friday. Then over the weekend, uh, Trump said uh, Clinton meets in secret with international banks. Or, yeah, Trump said Clinton meets in secret with international banks to plot the destruction of U.S. sovereignty. Uh, and then he said uh, we will have to be very vigilant and careful with people that are voting. And there's tremendous voter fraud.
1: Yeah, that was uh, that was uh, this is the full quote right here.
0: I think we have to be very vigilant
1: and careful with people that are voting. And you see it all over the country. But there's tremendous voter fraud. And we really want it stopped. It can make the difference between winning and losing an election.
0: Sorry, I said full quote. That's a partial quote there. Yeah. Well, that's that's what we're focusing on. So there's there's no evidence to suggest that this is a thing. Just to be clear. There's, the federal government, first of all, doesn't control elections, which is kind of what Trump is claiming. Um, and so, like, states are in charge, right? So there are 31, I believe, states, 33 states that are uh, currently controlled by Republicans, which would suggest that since states run the elections, there are Republicans who are trying to take down Trump in this. And not only that, but they're they're rigging the election against themselves against their own best interest which doesn't
1: make really so uh yeah and and, uh trump yeah trump's trump's tweets um to to the effect where of course there's large-scale voter fraud happening on and before election day why do republican leaders deny what was what is going on so naive the election is absolutely being rigged by the dishonest and distorted media pushing crooked hillary but also at many polling places sad
0: so this was i think my favorite part of sunday and you have to give me a little bit of slack here because i actually was away for the weekend so i was pumpkin picking and and doing fall stuff with my girlfriend so i was not really around for friday or saturday and i've just been catching up for the past two days but sunday oh sunday i was there (laughs) sunday 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 watching mike pence go on the, the sunday shows and say well honest obviously donald trump wasn't saying the actual elections are rigged that would be ridiculous. what Donald Trump meant to say is that the media is biased against him and that is contributing to the uh, dishonest Hillary campaign having a, having a an unfair advantage going into election day so the media is the one rigging the election for Hillary Clinton and Trump wasn't having of any of that within hours of that <laughs> Trump said no 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 I was no 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 you don't understand. The the election is rigged. Would you like to read that, that tweet again really quickly? Because this was after the, the morning the Sunday show. Yeah,
1: yeah. So the tweet was, of course there's large scale voter fraud happening on and before election day. Why do Republican leaders
0: deny what is going on so naive? Exactly. Yeah. So the I don't I don't honestly think that Mike Pence and Donald Trump speak too often anymore.
1: <laughs> um by the way, that quote sounds like it's directly out of that SNL sketch uh with with Kellyanne Conway? It does. <laughs> like, it does. Like, of course Donald Trump doesn't think that black people have one less toe than white people. <laughs>
0: like Well, if you read the whole tweet, you would understand that what Donald Trump is really saying is we need to spend more time on Hillary Clinton's emails. Yeah. He he really wants Mexicans to read and what he wants them to read is Hillary
1: Clinton's emails. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's totally like it's that's the spin. Like then and, and I mean it, it's like it's, it's, that SNL sketch is funny because it is, like, it's so
0: close to home. It does. It's, <laughs> it's one step removed from reality. Honestly. Yeah. No,
1: it's barely one, like, it's only one step removed from reality, like, the third or fourth time in. It's not even, it's the a, first a, it's couple a times. removed
0: from reality. It's pretty, <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, like, and, and even, like, even, like, the Pence denial of, like, no, he didn't mean this, he meant this, and it's like, I can't. It's not, like, I, yeah, I don't know, like, what... Like, there's probably... Kellyanne Conway and Mike Pence are probably, like, just, like, have... They've built a bar, like, that's just in <laughs> in the... Uh, like, in the Trump headquarters of whatever state they're in. Trumpaholics and anonymous. Like, they, look, have, they have a support group. <laughs> Kellyanne's like, look, Mike, like, we're running your campaign right now for 2020. <laughs> like, this is not even...
0: <laughs> I know you're gonna have to beat Kurt Schilling, but... <laughs> Well, no. So Kurt Schilling uh, would have to give up his his uh, seat, his theoretical Senate his theoretical seat. Theoretical, but he's he, Senate seat. Well,
1: uh, uh, yeah, uh, We're not going to talk too much about this, but Kurt Schilling is has has said he intends to run for Senate in 2018. But he also has said that if Donald Trump loses in 2016, he'll be running for president in 2020. So I mean, Barack oh. Obama did it, right? Barack Obama was a was a two year senator before. Becoming yep. president, yeah, be right. so that's why can't why can't Kurt Schilling? So what you're
0: saying is there's a precedent set for Kurt Schilling becoming president. That's, that's yes. what I'm hearing. uh sh- Sure. You know, a lot of people don't... for senator for for
1: Senator Kurt Schilling
0: uh, becoming yeah. president. You know, a lot of people don't know this, but uh, Barack Obama actually uh was on the Red Sox in the early '90s and uh, did lead the Red Sox to their first World Series win. It's not talked about much because that was the year that there was a. Um, a strike it was 1994
1: yeah yeah he was he was 94 red sox yeah yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: so uh
1: but what he he tries to see, see and and like crooked obama tries to wash it away by saying he was a white Sox fan exactly. but obviously
0: yeah 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 there's 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 blood on his sock so to speak so to speak <laughs> so <laughs> looping back Uh, D- Donald Trump's, uh, rhetoric about the election fraud thing, I think is pretty serious. I know, I know we are just joking about Boston stuff, but speaking of Boston, there's actually a <laughs> Boston globe article that, yeah. uh, is pretty, I think worrying it's by Matt visor and Tracy Jan, uh, where they, right. and this, and this isn't, this isn't a quote from Trump himself, no. but it's from, it's from one of his supporters.
1: From, from from a supporter yeah, from, from yeah, a supporter yeah. I, I, I before we say anything I want to make sure that we're just, we're not saying this is a Trump quote but it is a, it is a Trump supporter's quote and, and and Donald Trump has said things to this effect.
0: Right. And Don, Donald Trump is the guy who I think is kind of a sounding board for these people. Uh yeah. so the the quote is uh, I look for well it's called racial profiling. Mexicans, Syrians, people who can't speak American. I'm going to go right up to them behind them. I'll do everything legally. I want to see if they're accountable. I'm not going to do anything illegal. I'm going to make them a bit nervous.
1: Yeah, so Trump said to watch your precincts, I'm going to go for sure. Uh, he's a, um, the article names him as Steve Webb, a 61-year-old carpenter from Fairfield, Ohio.
0: Right. Um, so just yeah. before we move on, to everyone listening, voter intimidation is illegal and if you see it happening on election day, call your local FBI precinct because they do have people who respond to this. This is, it's not, a, you cannot actually do this. You can't go up to voters and intimidate them. By the way, again, the cognitive dissonance that the dude specifically said, well,
1: it's called racial profiling. Like, you understand that that's wrong, right? Like, oh, no, you don't.
0: But understand that that's wrong, homie. Like. You know, if if I wasn't working, I'd be like tempted to like try to just walk in and out of an election, uh, like po- like, or like a polling place during the day, just to uh, see if, like, as a white guy, they even question me at all.
1: Yeah, I don't think I'm gonna have a problem, Dan. If I walk in out of a polling place, I might have a little bit more of a problem. Yeah, <laughs> although probably not in not not in actually, I can't. I don't even vote in the state that I live in, so
0: I th- I, I think it'd be fine. But anyway, I mean, so I guess the idea is that this is spread to his reporter or to to his uh, followers that the election is rigged against Donald Trump and something like 40 percent of voters or 30 percent or 40 percent of voters think that the election is rigged against Trump, which incidentally is around his support numbers. So what that suggests is that Donald Trump supporters now believe that the foundations of the United States democracy is rigged against them which is quite worrying i think and and yeah. dangerous by the, by the way trump trump does
1: i'm not sure if he still does but he did at least in the past have uh you could you could go to his website and sign up to be a trump election observer yeah um which is like again it's you, know, you still can you still can go on donald, J, donald J. Trump. com and volunteer to be a trump election observer um which is the most and, ridiculous like, that's, thing but not just the most, but like, that's like, his, it's not, it's specific encouragement to do this, mm-hmm. right? Like if you go into, I think, get involved. No, it's somewhere around here on this page. The page is still up. I'm not sure if, if
0: if you can get to it, but the page to be a Trump election observer is still up. Well, so this isn't, this isn't the first time, like that I remember seeing in August when I think you first yeah, that's from, started yeah. talking about this. Yep. Because this is not the first time that Trump has talked about election rigging or voter rigging. He talked about it in August when he was down on the polls after the Democratic National Convention. And he talked about it in April when Ted Cruz was scooping up delegates like Candy because Donald Trump forgot to campaign at those events where where delegates were available. So he's this is, I think, a, a common thread for him to pull on when he's down. When he doesn't right. think he's doing well and and when he's threatened from all sides, he suddenly says, "I can't lose because my whole thing is winning, therefore the cards are stacked against me. There's nothing I can do to stop it and normally like if you're a uh, if you're competing on dancing with the stars, you know your your post elimination interview is well, you know the whole thing's rigged, so it doesn't really matter. I should have won." I'm. I was the best. I was the best dancer. No dancer was better than me. But the whole thing is rigged. It's dirty. All of this, that, is fun for like an Entertainment Tonight segment. This is threatening the foundations of the United States government. Yeah. For a lot of people, and I, I am honestly concerned that this is going to get some innocent people killed. Where there are going to be there, there just needs to be a couple donald trump supporters who don't accept the results of the election for something to go very wrong right. you know what i mean right absolutely so well fortunately i think the media has kind of come around this and said this is entirely unacceptable this is the first time that uh any candidate in in memory has actually questioned the polls i think
1: Right. Well. Well. So. Yeah. So the president said to that effect. I believe he was asked a question like this at at uh, at a at an event with a with a foreign uh, foreign leader. Uh, I'm not exactly Red sure team. who who else was the, on the uh, stage with him. The
0: Italian prime minister. Was it?
1: The Italian prime minister. See. Yeah. You were up on it. Uh, and uh, well, this is what he said today.
0: I have never seen in my lifetime or in modern political history uh, any presidential candidate trying to discredit the elections and the election process before votes have even taken place it's unprecedented i'd advise mr trump to stop whining and go try to make his case to get votes god i love barrio
1: <laughs> gonna miss uh
0: barrio and diamond joe you- Oh Barry O and Diamond Joe! Oh my God! All right, so. <laughs> they, they, they should get like a uh, a lifetime special or something like that. Just like oh, I'd, I mean, I'd watch that. I'd watch that Odd Couple uh, re- reboot with Barry and oh, Diamond man. Joe. Like them just
1: fishing and like shooting the shit for hours would be. I'm, I'm just I'm just saying. Clearly, clearly, Barack Obama is uh, is uh, Oscar. <laughs> no, Felix. He's Felix. Right? Felix is the clean one. Yeah, I can see that. I can definitely <laughs> see that. Yeah. Uh, Oscar uh, uh, Barack Obama's Felix Unger and uh and Joe Biden is Oscar Madison. It's it makes perfect sense to me. Yeah.
0: I mean, th- what's what bothers me about this? I think uh, obviously like Donald Trump's statements are ridiculous and out of control and everything. But it's kind of like when you're in a family and you're arguing in public, you know, you're like shh, shh we can talk about this at home or like not not here, people are watching. Like when you have the prime minister of another country visiting and you have to say like, yeah, this guy needs to shut the hell up about our whole election process. Like that's, that's embarrassing on an international level. And this is not the first time Obama has had to do this. Like we, there have been other times where it's kind of been an international press conference, which I, unfortunately, part of my job is I have to watch all of these. They're very boring and it's a lot of, kind of, like, handshaking and talking about commitments that are never really going to happen. Lots of, like, well, we should yeah, do but, this. But, yeah, but yeah, yeah. sometimes you get to but, s- sometimes you get to see Justin Trudeau and, and Barack Obama talk about yeah, hockey. Exactly. And it's, like, it's fun <laughs> sometimes. But uh, Obama recently has had to use these events to reassure the rest of the world that he's not on board with what's going on. And it kind of sucks. Like... Normally we don't have to do this kind of thing, and Barack Obama's like there are fans of him all over the world, and it really bothers me that he has to spend time talking I, about Donald Trump. I
1: don't, I don't, I, I really don't think a lot of Americans realize uh, how much of an international
0: joke America was under George W. Bush. Oh my God, it was like it was terrible. I lived abroad when GW. Yeah, Bush.
1: yeah, no, I, yeah. I was, and, and, and say, I mean, say what you will about that president and his policies and his legacy or whatever. You know that's 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 neither here nor there in this current discussion, um, but the like we were a joke. We were a joke under that president. This country was was a joke. It was, it was if they had their version of the Daily Show, we would be that right. punchline. It was
0: the the theory was everybody in the United States are cowboys, and 100% support the war in Iraq, which obviously wasn't true. Uh, in 1950, cowboys part or 2006 or eight for the war in Iraq part. So it was refreshing. I was abroad when Barack Obama was elected, the night he was elected. I remember the sentiment towards Americans shifting, I would say, from negative to positive. So that was that was really cool. And the fact that Barack Obama has to spend his last few months in office uh, kind of calming everybody else down around the world is eh, it's kind of frustrates me. It's upsetting. So, what do we think, uh, get, getting back to the actual election discussion itself, uh, what do we think this will do for Trump's turnout? I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean <laughs> so th- there are two theories. There's, there's one theory that uh, Donald Trump has riled up his supporters into saying that this election is going to be taken from us, and lets all of you go out there and do everything you possibly can. But the second theory is, and there's evidence to suggest that, suggesting that elections are rigged uh, depresses voter turnout because people don't actually think their vote counts. So what's the point?
1: Yeah. I think, I think it's much easier to to cause apathy, voter apathy, than it is to cause voter excitement or whatever the opposite of voter apathy is. Right. Um. So I think I think it's you know I think saying it's rigged is, it's much more likely for that to be to, to cause people to be apathetic uh, and say you know like that's not whatever whatever than uh, than to 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 be like oh we have to go out and, and vote because it doesn't matter how 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 hard or how many of the votes they do because they're going to lose anyway is what is what the thought is so yeah so why vote right versus oh we really have to go and make sure these votes blah
0: blah 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 blah, blah, blah. you know we have to go beat Donald Trump election. Yeah, and this this could end up. uh We talked about this uh, Trump's floor earlier. This could bring him to the basement. And it's like, well, what's the point if the whole thing is elected? Why would I even vote? And that could bring him below thirty. 40, I don't. I don't think it's going to change his numbers in the polls, but I think it might
1: mean his actual vote numbers actual are going to vote out. totals yeah, are going to be that. the turnout. The turnout's going to get low, and his and so he, and so he will lose by a wider margin than the polls predict. But I don't know if it's going to drop him in the polls themselves because people don't like. Even apathetic voters don't like to admit that they're not going to vote. <laughs> you yeah, know, no, so. you're right. That's a good point. Pol- polls have an inherent bias. Like it's it's you know all polls
0: have that. You know so so you so you can you can compare them to each other, but it's, it's tough to compare them mm-hmm. overall. And uh, finally, on this topic, why is Paul Ryan still endorsing him? Man, I don't even. I don't because he's a republic because he's the Republican nominee for president.
1: Like it's. It's getting ridiculous. It's,
0: I feel like Paul Ryan just every Friday at five PM has an automated tweet and email that goes out that just says, "Obviously, I don't support Donald Trump's recent statements, yet I still will vote for him as candidate." It's, I mean, it's it's getting to the point where like <laughs> Paul Ryan over the weekend didn't even say anything. All he did was just have his spokesperson come out with like a like a weak need statement that just says, "Obviously, Paul Ryan doesn't think that the votes are." are manipulated in any way and he supports the election process thank you like that it's, it's gotten yeah, to the, the point vote 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 Trump right? like yes. i mean you might as well call him like paul reek ryan Is in like the game of thrones character who was tortured for years <laughs> it, it's really it's really starting to look like that for, for that was paul reek okay that's what we're All calling right. him no, right Sure. So uh now to the other side of the coin, the uh the seedy underbelly, as as I like to call it, of the news of the week, whereas everybody was talking about uh Donald Trump's whole the elections are rigged and I totally didn't sexually harass that woman statements. John Podesta's email was hacked a few a few weeks ago, and the emails have slowly been leaking out. This is yet another Hillary Clinton email scandal for those who don't know john podesta is the campaign chairman for the hillary clinton campaign
1: not to be confused with paul de podesta chief strategy officer of the cleveland browns and uh, one of the stars of the book Moneyball. because i've been doing that
0: oh my god i just realized where i i I had heard his name before all week i've been i've been like no not paul de podesta john John podesta Podesta. (laughs) different guy okay yeah all week i've been doing this okay. in my head yeah. the worst. that actually that clarifies a lot for me <laughs> 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 so so basically uh, the the background behind this is john podesta not paul de podesta john podesta, <laughs> paul de podesta john podesta has a gmail account that he likes to use for everything it was hacked by what the people in the government suspect uh, was uh, affiliates of the Russian government, those emails, uh, that the emails were stolen from his account, then given to WikiLeaks, and WikiLeaks is now slowly dripping them out. Every day they release about another thousand emails. Like Trevor Bowers' yeah, Which to- is, first of all, oh. a dick move. Like, Yeah, right? Just dump right. them. Like- so it's like... From a WikiLeaks, like, we believe in absolute openness and that's our goal. Like, this is the exact opposite of that. Like, they, this is clearly political. They're trying to keep it in the news every day by releasing more emails. If they wanted to be, like, 100% open and 100% uh, like about uh, making sure that there are no secrets, they would just release all of them. There are, there are still secrets because they're not releasing them. They have the capability to and they're not doing it julian assange is kind of a garbage person right like you know, it's like it's really upsetting to me because for the longest time i actually thought that people were out to get him like the whole uh rape case in sweden uh julian assange by the way is the founder of wikileaks he currently resides in the ecuadorian embassy in london uh the reason where by the way uh, uh on monday they cut off his internet yes, access yes. the ecuadorian government cut off his internet access which is amazing yeah. so he the reason he's residing there is because there is a warrant out for his arrest i believe uh around the european union uh because he is he's uh wanting to be questioned for a rape case in sweden he's been living in the ecuadorian embassy for i want to say five years now without going outside uh- in 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 nineteen in June twenty
1: June 2012, he applied for political asylum from the Ecuadorian okay, embassy. Okay, so five years. From, from, from Ecuador. And he was at... And the government... His government was... The government... The Ecuadorian government was at the time considering the request, and he was at the embassy in London. Uh, And they announced that he was granting him asylum on August
0: 2012. Right. And yeah, he's just been at the embassy since. So, four years. Four, four, years. four plus years. So I remember, just just over I remember points. when that happened, being a like a Julian Assange supporter. I was like, man, this guy, like they're out to get him. Screw the man, like they just want to silence this guy. WikiLeaks is awesome. They're opening up everything, and I don't know yeah. if I've changed or WikiLeaks has changed because now I'm kind of uh, like probably- reassessing that whole situation. I think I think you've changed. I think you grew up. Like. <laughs> yeah, that might make sense. Um, I,
1: mean, I don't I don't think I don't I don't think WikiLeaks changed that much.
0: This is uh, this feels like something uh, they yeah. wouldn't have done. Like like slowly dripping Maybe. out these emails is the exact opposite of of their mission statement. You yeah, know? I don't know. And so that that's like the first bit of this is they're slowly dripping out these emails via WikiLeaks via Russia. Reporters are are looking at them and honestly i i've i've looked at a lot of these emails i've like done searches and things like that, and most of them are just like the inside of a campaign i mean this guy's like hillary clinton's uh campaign chairman he has he has a lot of say on on what's going on in their standard campaign questions i think but obviously there are there's a specific group of people who have let's say a political agenda to make something happen out of these these podesta emails now that's not to say that something is damning that we haven't found yet or something damning is coming but right now there's not a lot to suggest that there's anything that important there uh there's been uh a reporter emailing john podesta and co uh about like to the campaign asking for a comment on a story they're they're about to publish uh trump supporters said that that was considered collusion between uh a reporter and and the clinton campaign it's it's not uh it's (laughs) it's uh it's it's journalists right exactly it's hey fyi we're about (laughs) to publish a story about you wondering if you wanted to say anything about it uh but obviously that you know to people who look at it in a certain light, says, I'm about to publish this story. What do you think of it? Do you have any thoughts? Should I change anything? Should I not publish it? Yada, yada, yada. There's, there's been suggestions of pay-for-play between the State Department and the FBI. Uh, both have obviously denied uh, the, those allegations. I'm still not convinced about that one, uh, but, but we'll see what happens there. Uh, there's been, like, basic campaign stuff, like uh, the... There was one point where John John Podesta said Hillary Clinton hates everyday Americans, as in she hates the term everyday Americans in speeches. This was a, an email thread about a, a, I think the Clinton camp, uh, the Clinton announcement speech, right? Where they were disca- deciding uh, what what to say, like everyday Americans are hurting or everyday Americans need more. Right. She wanted to say. Americans everywhere. John Podesta suggested everyday Americans. However, I know Hillary Clinton hates everyday Americans, which obviously to he uh, yeah, to, yeah to certain yep. people says Hillary Clinton hates everyday Americans. So th- there's been a lot of that stuff. I've I've seen some pretty okay. So, yeah, go ahead. Look, but but all I, all I'm saying is is I would watch uh,
1: John Podesta's cooking show.
0: Oh man, <sighs> I actually you know I want to have a dinner party with his risotto. The risotto recipe was leaked. The champedester risotto recipe. Also his favorite wine. Yeah. Was leaked. But did they pair well? Did you did you try I to pair it them yet? I want to so I'm going to have a dinner party uh starring uh leaked risotto with a side of leeks and uh <laughs> and I'm going to serve his wine with it. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. So, uh, do you do you have any comments on the uh, on the Podesta leaks so far?
1: Uh, I, I mean, you know, it's they, they've all like a lot of it has been pretty pretty innocuous. I mean, really, it's it's, it's a WikiLeaks comment for the most part. Like, hey, here's a WikiLeaks story. Um, but most most of it, it's, it's I mean, it's the same. It's it's a dude's Gmail account, right? Like, it's just some. It's a guy's Gmail account, and sometimes he uses it for work, right? Like, uh, and you know.
0: John yeah. John Lovett said something on Twitter the other day, which basically said, it "Like, if we're going to start living in a society where email hacks and releases become commonplace, we have to get used to the idea that people are actually people, and sometimes they don't consider the political impacts of emails that they send on private emails, you know, that that aren't public." And I, I know that you should write emails with the intention of everyone reading them. But, I mean, I don't think anybody's going to be perfect about that. So, but no, you shouldn't. Like, you shouldn't. That's
1: not how you should write emails. Like, you you shouldn't write emails with the expectation of getting. Ha- if I wrote a letter, like, I'm not going to write that letter with the intention of everybody reading the letter mm. I sent you. You know, like that's it's it's you should like you shouldn't be writing personal correspondence with the expectation that somebody is somebody's going to be watching you. Like that's the, the email shouldn't have been leaked or hacked. Like, that's just like, that is inherently
0: right. wrong. So do you think that it's okay to report about this? Because obviously it shouldn't have been hacked, And, and this is, I think yeah. fairly, no, clearly I, like I, the it, Russian it's, government it's, in, uh, involving itself in the United States elections.
1: Well, it was, and we, we don't know that it's the Russian don't, government, it, but there, um, there's, there's evidence to
0: suggest the,
1: uh, there's evidence. Yeah, there's evidence to suggest, um, but yeah, I think I think we should, I mean, I think this is this is this is something that should be reported on. I mean, this is this is. Uh, I mean, it's newsworthy. It's newsworthy. It's absolutely, I think it's absolutely newsworthy. The, the question is, what level? To what level do you report on it? I think obviously, you sh- like somebody should read all the emails, right? Like that's news. Like there, it is newsworthy, and you know, there was the. The email, like, that had uh, an email from Donna Brazil to Podesta uh, suggesting that Brazil had received a town hall debate question and was sharing it with Clinton. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, that, you know, that could be uh, a bad thing. There was documents including uh, Wall Street speeches um, and, and excerpts that a staffer had flagged as problematic. Like, there's, you know, inner workings of campaign stuff that is kept secret Right like it's inner working stuff, but it's it's stuff that I think you know if it's out there that that it is you know i think it's I think it's ethical to to, to, to report on something you know as long as as long as you're not the one who, who is i think I think do per, uh, performing the hack and releasing the material is unethical, but then reporting on the material that has now been leaked isn't unethical, yeah. you know. Murders murder's unethical, but reporting on the murder is not.
0: I have to I have to tell you though, I like looking through these these emails, I really felt like I was crossing a line. Like I know I know they're there, but I I really thought that yeah. uh I mean this this is these are things that I shouldn't be reading. And it's like thank you emails from like like sisters in law and stuff like that and wedding invitations right. and it was just it was dirty like having to go through right. stuff right yeah you know? yeah
1: i i i yeah exactly i i totally agree right like it it's but once once they've been leaked then i think it's you know at some on some level a journalistic responsibility for somebody to to read these and report yeah. on them um you know and and some of them like it's going to be skeevy like this is a personal email it's a personal email server uh, not server but it, it, it this is his personal email address um but you know like that's also like again like as 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 a journalist which you know i'm i'm not really a journalist you're you're a really a journalist but um uh by the way i said you are really a journalist <laughs> uh, but as as a journalist um it's uh it's you you're gonna have to do a lot of things that that feel weird yeah um but still are, important. you know, the right thing yeah. to do. You know, or important, exactly, yeah, you know. So, so like, but, but I get it, right? It does feel skeevy to be like, these are this dude's, like, personal correspondences. Like, yeah, if you went through, you know, some some person's letters, this is the same idea, right? If, if like, yeah. yeah, no, you're right. You know? And by the way, I'm sure Ken Burns went through, like, a bunch of personal letters from dudes to their wives uh, to make Civil War, right? And obviously those dudes are long dead, but it's still, like... It's still like this is this is somebody's personal like correspondence like this is a love letter to his wife like that's it's that feels weird to right. read but I mean you're you're and that's that's historical this is news but it's still like this is important yeah. to
0: talk or about Or like Mornings on Horseback which is a documentary of the or a biography of the Roosevelts through personal letters like that's something that like David McCullough I'm sure wasn't who's the author of that yeah. by the way highly recommended yeah. book uh, and and then there's
1: less, you know, there's less so of like this is somebody's personal life that is currently happening that you are, you know, that that as a journalist, like I'm sure most journalists don't want to cause a cause grief in John Podesta's life, but they kind of have to because it's newsworthy. It's tough to do. Yeah, I mean, it's like you you, you you're kind of acting as like a TMZ type reporter and, and on some level, like a tweeting like as a celebrity type
0: thing. I mean, that's that's part of it. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm it's, reminded it's of uh, and this is going to sound like a strange comparison, but having to watch like ISIS videos like that's not something that anybody wants to do. But you have to do it because it's important to get yeah. through it and it's important to see what's going on. Yeah. And that's, I think, sadly, part of what being a, a journalist is about is going through stuff that are like looking at things you're not comfortable with because you need to find the truth in it you know so yeah. that that's that's enough of soapboxing for the two of us about what it means to
1: be a journalist <laughs> well, yeah, in the 21st century I'm not I'm not trying I'm not trying to soapbox right it's just like like it's tough like it's it's, it's these are hard questions mm. to answer we are we are so we are not that far into no, you're, you're of, absolutely right. <laughs> of this kind of
0: thing so uh looking forward <laughs> I always look forward uh the next debate so the moderator is uh, Fox News' Chris Wallace. I, I think that this will be Hillary's most difficult debate. Uh, he's, he's a very tough hitter. He's on uh, one of the Sunday shows and doesn't let anybody get away from—without from, answering a question. Uh, the topics are debt and entitlements, immigration, the economy, the Supreme Court, foreign hotspots, and the candidate's fitness to be president— so with that in mind, uh, by the
1: way, by the way, uh, Donald Trump's special guest this debate because the first debate, the second debate, he brought uh, Bill Clinton's accusers. The first debate, he brought somebody, right? Who did he bring to the first debate?
0: Oh, he brought one of the mothers of uh, one of the guys killed at Benghazi.
1: Was that, it or was, that yeah. was that it? Or did he bring like the the woman who Hillary Clinton like Hillary Clinton? Defended the the like the public defended the rapist of whatever. I thought he brought that. Oh, he, he might have brought I, her too. I I, he
0: I just remember that the 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 mother of the Benghazi guy. No, no, no. She she's coming. To no, the she third was debate. also at the first debate. She was at the first. Was she debate. also at the first debate. Donald Trump okay. forgot to mention Benghazi. She was in the audience. Forgot to mention it. Right. That was right, I, right. I specifically yeah, remember
1: yeah. that. <laughs> um. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's also bringing Obama's half brother yes. Malik. Yes, he is to the third debate, which is. It's it's Donald Trump's debate guest. And in the other corner, are... <laughs> it's yeah,
0: it's it's like it's. We, uh, yeah, Hillary, way, Hillary uh, Clinton invited Malik, Malik. Mark Cuban.
1: Yeah. Right, right. By the way, uh, if 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 they uh, have Malik Obama on next the next SNL, he looks a lot like Hannibal Burris. They really got to get Hannibal Burris. That would so, be awesome. It'll probably be Michael Che, but they really should get Hannibal Burris. This, I, I mean, um, like, did,
0: did you hear about the second debate that uh, Donald Trump tried to bring these uh, four Clinton accusing women uh, into the family box? Like, uh, I think I think we talked that talked about that on one of the episodes. So he tried to bring the the four women who accused Hillary, uh, uh, Bill Clinton of uh, sexual harassment and assault and other things uh in into Donald Trump's family box the republican representative for the de, the uh, election debate team said dude no don't it's the family box <laughs> uh, so we'll, i mean yeah. we'll, we'll see how this publicity stunt goes but i mean Donald Trump seems to not understand the concept of the fact that a presidential campaign is not the WWE like, he can't get up there and, like, roundhouse kick Hillary Clinton and then win.
1: This would be a great time to have our military correspondent, Alexander Payet, who is also our WWE yeah, correspondent. He
0: does a lot of double duty um, for us.
1: <clears throat> yeah, really. He's fantastic. Maybe come back. You can yeah,
0: we rim it all you. on me. We miss you, Alex. <laughs> we know you're at work. He's working hard. Uh, not really. I don't That's think he's working that hard. He's working, working hard or hardly working. Am I right?
1: All right. So yeah. So what do we think? Right. About so the what, next what does Trump need um, to do?
0: What is? I mean, beyond obviously bring Barack Obama's half brother to the debate because that is that is totally going to score him <laughs> points. Uh, uh, I mean, I mean that, is, that's, that's, that's how hard two is Chris... election points right there? I think. Like, if I'm looking at and Barack Obama's like half brother, <sighs> I'm thinking, oh, you know what? He's down seven. You you bring uh, Barack Obama's brother there, down five easily. Then you then you know what? Then you bring some Clinton accusers down three. Then all you have to do is win the debate. Then you're up by five. I that's none of that is true. I don't know what he's thinking. So what does Trump uh, need to do to win?
1: Yeah. So so okay. So first of all, by the way, uh, Chris Wallace is usually a tough hitter, but he said that. Uh, in the interview, he said, I, I, that's not my job. I do not believe it's my job to be a truth squad. It's up to the other person to catch them on that. Truth squatting is a step too far. And then during an October 16th interview, he said he believed the proper role of a moderator is to merely act as a timekeeper, not a
0: participant. So here's the question. Uh, Does he get a mute button for the, for the microphones? Jeez, please, I wish. Please. Can
1: we just like, I don't think that's too, no, too far, right? Really that seems pretty reasonable. Or I love
0: uh, Stephen Colbert's idea of just playing them off like the Oscars so <laughs> they, get, they yeah, even get to pick yeah, yeah. their own well, song trump would It'd be pick, great you can't always get what you want uh which which is his walk on song or no it's walk off song now and hillary clinton would pick uh this is my fight song so i mean that would just be like nails on a chalkboard for an hour and a half. <laughs> that would that, that would be really <laughs> terrible
1: which would she pick fight or no there's something something
0: newer she'd pick like no, that is actually I don't know. her song
1: what's, what's I know, I know, it's actually her song, but that's that's her campaign song. Like, what would be her playoff song? It would be like oh, the
0: playoff song. Oh, I, I don't um, know what's.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't know what's popular um, with female though.
0: I don't know. Sia, maybe. I'm um, unstoppable. That the the theme song to the, uh, the major league baseball playoffs.
1: Um. Sure. Or just whatever's number one on the pop charts. Yeah, something. Right now.
0: Something. Uh, kind of female empowering. I think that that's kind of like Hillary's theme song. Uh.
1: Yeah, I'm seriously trying to find something that on the top of the I'm charts you, that I've heard of. I'm
0: unstoppable. Like that—that that would be the. Here we
1: go. 24 K Magic by Bruno Mars. It. Perfect. <laughs> that would be Donald Trump's song
0: because it's—it's about gold.
1: It's <laughs> true. It's about gold. Um,
0: so, so yeah. Uh, what does Trump need to do? Does he need to show up and?
1: I, mean, I don't know. I don't know what a debate win is anymore in this. <laughs> I, don't, in this election I don't know cycle. what anything like, is. Anymore. <laughs> I honestly don't. Like I don't know. I don't understand it anymore. Like i I grew up. I grew up. Like the the first thing, the first debate I remember is is uh, Bush Gore. I vaguely remember Bush Kerry. The first I really remember is is Obama McCain and Obama Romney. And all that stuff makes sense. And this does not this election cycle does not make sense and if this if the same thing happens in four years i don't know what i'm going to say like if we're <laughs> doing this show in four years and the same thing happens in four years i i just i don't know i don't know what this like i don't know what i'll say because i like i'm lost i'm lost
0: okay so let, um, let's do scenarios then donald trump comes out and was his abrasive aggressive over uh interrupting self as he was the first two debates what do we think happens you don't know? I don't know. <laughs> like, I, four years ago, I'd say he loses. Two years ago, he loses. But who knows now?
1: I don't know anymore. Like I just don't know. I honestly like. Okay,
0: so so we'll we'll so, we'll circle yeah, so back to Trump. What does Hillary need to do?
1: <laughs> I'm so
0: like Hillary is the same person. Like she is. She, I mean, it it honestly at this point like. There, there's a seven point difference i don't know if either of them can like hillary would have to keel over and become <laughs> like a like <laughs> a zazel or something like I'll, that. I'll tell you i'll tell you what hillary has to do
1: not win she doesn't have to win she just has to be there right. she just show up like i don't really think she oh, needs to show up they can just cancel the debate tonight and and it's not gonna change her like she can be like, Yep, sorry, I got pneumonia, uh and and I'm too sick to do the debate, and it's like I I don't think it's gonna make a difference I that actually, much
0: in the polls. Uh, Photoshop something just in case Yeah. <sighs> I'm, yeah I'm just in it. case you you said that. Uh and it's essentially uh there there's a there's a meme on the internet. Uh, about what LeBron and James has to do to help the Heat win a game. Uh, and it's uh, C.V. Webb's key, Keys to the Game. And it says, uh, LeBron, wake up. LeBron, get on bus. LeBron, show up to game. <laughs> That's it. And I honestly believe Hillary's keys to, this, to winning this debate are the exact same. Hillary, wake up. Hillary, get on bus. <laughs> Hillary, Hillary, show up to debate. That's all she needs to do.
1: I mean, Hillary's keys keys to the debate, well, like, whatever, right? Like, she cannot show up to the debate, lose the debate handily, and I don't think it's going to make a difference. She'll still win yeah, the election. Yeah, but
0: so th- this gets then into the, into the next thing. She wins the debate, or she, let's say she loses the debate, goes down to four points, right? Average, uh, average debate bump for, for Trump. Hillary's up by four points. She still handily wins the election, but doesn't win it in such a way that she has control over anything. Not great.
1: That's that's true. There's right. the down ticket stuff um, that that I'm always very bad at considering. Um, yeah, uh, that's 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 fair. Uh, what does she need to do? Um, I I just. I, I mean, we we know who Clinton is and we know who Trump is at this point. I feel like if Trump comes comes in and is measured in his responses that's bad (laughs) like
0: um yeah so i think i think trump is just going to spew i mean he's kind of been doing this for a while but i think i think trump is just going to spew every single conspiracy theory that has ever been levied against any democrat or any piece of office ever I, i think i mean he's this is hail mary time for trump this is bottom of the ninth two outs like you're swinging for the fences to try to try to tie the game and take it to extras or something. You know, this is fourth quarter, you're on your own 30, and, like, fourth down. And you've just got to throw a Hail Mary. Like, this guy has to push, put everything he possibly can against Hillary, hope something sticks. And you know what she needs to do? Respond to none of it. She just needs to sit there saying, well, you know what, yeah. I want to create jobs, and... Uh, I want to make sure that the Affordable Health Care Act uh stays in and helps every American uh get reasonable, reasonably priced health care. It's not perfect, but we're gonna get there. You know, we're gonna we're gonna keep working on it and we're gonna be stronger together. And then there's gonna be this this little man in the corner shouting, I am the only one who can help you. I'm the only one who can fix you, like Gollum. That's that's what I that's what I foresee happening tomorrow. And um I don't I see her responding to every claim. That's not presidential and that could actually hurt her cuz she Yeah, I
1: I don't disagree with with that assertion, but I still see her responding to every claim. That's what she's that's what she's been doing in previous debates. It's been Look, Donald, it's not true. You can check my fact checks on hillaryclinton.com. We turn hillaryclinton.com into a fact checker, and that's what that's what uh Tim Kaine did at the VP debate too. is that, "Mike, that's just it's not true." And both every most every time they said it, they were right. It wasn't true. But that's what they've been doing. They've been saying that's just that's just not true. You know, like I'll I'll, I'll tell you when they, when they say the candidate's fitness to be president, Donald Trump is gonna talk about his uh his temperament again, and Hillary Clinton's gonna be like, Yeah, temperament. Like, all right, Donald, uh foreign hotspots, Hillary Clinton's gonna be like, I was Secretary of State, uh, and Donald Trump was not <laughs> like mm-hmm. this was my job for four years to be this person for the united states so i think i know what i'm talking about um you know immigration donald trump's gonna say we're gonna build a wall he not i don't think he's gonna say we're gonna build a wall but he's gonna say we need to stop illegal immigrants coming into this country uh he might talk about syria uh in the immigration thing i mean there's you know the question is like here here's a list of topics right there's a list of six topics which of these topics is donald trump actually going to talk about and which of them is he going to pivot immediately to yeah. something that's completely yeah. unrelated um, you know, like, like Hillary Clinton's going to say, it's very important that, that we don't, that we, you know, uh, with the Supreme Court, she's going to say it's important that we keep the progress we've made, uh, probably this exact call, right? It's important. We've keep we keep the progress that we've made, uh, towards getting rights for all of our citizens and further that progress. Uh, and you know, Donald Trump is gonna say that we need to like, I don't know. I don't even know what Donald Trump's going to say about the Supreme Court. Um, cause he's pro gay yeah, marriage. Isn't he still I, like,
0: I think, I mean, obviously his, his running mate isn't, uh, he's, he's pro, right. Donald Trump is pro Very much gay not rights. So. I don't know if he's pro gay marriage. I, I remember specifically, uh, on September 16th, 2016, uh, Supreme court has issued an
1: opinion. Same sex marriage is an issue that should have been decided by the States. So I don't, know exactly what the answer is there he's, but i mean, he's I listen
0: his, he doesn't have policies his policies are all over the place his policies are whatever gets the biggest clap at my rallies is my stance like that's that's been his his thing the entire time basically
1: yeah uh probably uh some something about how hillary is going to get rid of the second amendment if her supreme court justices oh yeah get uh, put in.
0: I, um okay let, let's get let's get really really deep in the into this is he going to bring up election rigging?
1: Oh man. Um, yeah. No. I don't know. You want that to be the oh, bet?
0: I, uh, well, I was thinking the bet would be uh, viewership, but I'm, I'm happy to do this bet as well.
1: I think I think this is better. <laughs> viewership for care about. Okay, this is uh, this is this week's. This is this week's
0: i think yes Uh, will donald will donald trump bring up election rigging you say yes i say no Um, or or should should we go should we go time do we both agree he's gonna bring it up and should we just guess on how long it takes for him to do it you don't think he's going to no i I, say no i don't think he's going to i don't think he's going to to, but i've been wrong about literally everything that he's done in this campaign (laughs) so i for for me saying no i know it's yes which kind of it's upsetting on its own, but I. It's it's. I I, I, I think one hundred percent Donald Trump I, I think... will bring up election rigging and he will say Hillary Clinton's responsible for it, and she'll say okay, Donald, and then move on.
1: Yeah. Well, maybe maybe then we'll you be like even. Like but, or three or uh, a, time, right? on bets. Did I win? Oh, I think you won. You won two, and I won two. I think because I won this one, and I think I won the first one, and you won. You won the 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 numbers, right? Or did Alex win the numbers?
0: Nobody, you won the numbers. Alex, Alex the numbers went high. We you went off.
1: Yeah, yeah, we were we were so
0: far right. off, but you were, I can, you were okay. closest. I, I consider that a win. That counts.
1: <laughs> um, give you that win, right? So, so if you win this one, we, we'd be even. But um, I I just I feel like I feel like Donald Trump knows what to say to supporters and what to say to others, right? And this is this is like election rigging isn't going to do much to See, I
0: non-supporters. I think he's so lost that. I'm going to be completely honest. He's maybe He has maybe. uh blockaded himself in his own echo chamber. He doesn't he doesn't do interviews anymore. All he does is go to campaign events where he doesn't even show up on Fox and Friends I mean, anymore. He might call in and say a couple things, but even even they question him at this point. And Yeah. Like Bill yeah. O'Reilly has problems with Donald Trump, you know, that, that, that's kind of yeah. where we're at right now. And Donald Trump is in his own echo chamber, echo chamber. So I think he might show up to the debate, to the debate thinking, this is what the people want, because that's all I've heard for the past two weeks. And he's going to use his, his own selection bias to make sure that he loses the the debate and thus the election.
1: I mean that, that's. I mean maybe that, that we'll is have to my see it, right?
0: That's uneducated guess. That's what I'll say. we
1: we'll, uh well we're we're doing our our post debate wrap up. Uh, we are tomorrow oh after debate that's so. Will we will we will
0: absolutely see what. Uh, oh my god! What comes of this? Thank you so much for listening to the kids are all left. <laughs> the long and word of the White House. I've been Dan Matthews. I've been Nam Sneaky. And we'll see you tomorrow night after the debate. Thank you so much.